I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. We're the guys from That Film Stew, and this is our latest review, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Directed by Lindsay Anderson Beer, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines is the supernatural horror film, which serves as a prequel to the Pet Cemetery film from 2019, which in turn was based on the 1983 novel of the same name by Stephen King. The movie is out now on Paramount Plus, but if you haven't watched Pet Cemetery Bloodlines yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Before we get into it, make sure you subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find us, and feel free to leave us a review. And follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, as that films your podcast. So, Jason, what is Pet Cemetery Bloodlines about? In 1969, a young Judd Crandall, played by Jackson White, dreams of escaping his hometown until he discovers the malevolent secrets of what is buried in a cemetery. He confronts a haunting family legacy that forever connects him to the place and unites with his childhood friends as they face an ancient evil that has plagued Ludlow from its inception. We reviewed... Pet Cemetery from 2019. And I don't think we rated it that highly. I've now seen that movie three times. Why? <laughs> our review. The second time yeah. was just out of curiosity, the first time it became available to stream. And the third time, was straight after what? No, the third time <laughs> was straight after watching this movie. This movie being a prequel, we're spending time yeah, with yeah. characters like Tim Bateman, and I'm like, right, okay. And looking online, and people are like, yeah, Timmy, we're finally getting Timmy's backstory. Like so many people talking about Timmy, and they're referring to to the book, and I'm thinking, oh, okay. So it had been a while since I'd seen that that uh, 2019 movie. So I thought, I'll watch it, and it'll fit together neatly. It does not. It <laughs> does not fit together neatly, which really confused me, because this is an official prequel to that movie. That movie was theatrical. This is a Paramount Plus movie, so it's only available streaming i'm like but this is a little bit odd because in in the 2019 movie you've got john lithgow playing the older judd crandall who is a main character in this although obviously he's many years younger and in the 2019 movie he's like yeah yeah you know Bury, bury your pet. It'll be fine. And he's like, but why would you do that based on what happens in, in this prequel? And then when I looked into it, so the first movie came out in 1989 based on the Stephen King novel. And there's a story that Judd tells in the, in the 1989 movie about his friend Timmy that's also in the book. But that's got nothing to do with right. the 2019 movie. I just I don't think it works neatly as a prequel. 
I thought if I finish the prequel and then watch the 2019 movie, yeah, you'll have this storyline. Yeah, and it's it's not there. It really isn't. It's just it's not there because based on what what Judd goes through in this movie, right? There is no way he would say to Jason Clark's character in the 2019 movie. Just go and bury your pet. It'll be fine. It doesn't like, add up. unless we unless we lean into like the, this sort of they allude to like the fact that the cemetery kind of calls to them and kind of persuades them to do. So I don't know. Maybe it like overtakes him at some point and then gets him to manipulate someone else to bury something. But then I don't know. I feel like that's a little. We have it, to doesn't, Look, it doesn't I, fit right. In in this movie, it's said that those resurrected by the pet cemetery must be shot in the eye in order to stop them. This detail is present in neither the source novel nor any previous movie adaptions. <laughs> it should fit together neatly. I was wondering <laughs> with that line, like, make sure you shoot him in the eye. And I was like, is he just saying shoot it in the head? Like, because that's, you know, just what you do. But for some reason, he's being specific with the eye. So I didn't really get that, but that kind of makes it. Look, I used my wife as a bit of a reference uh, point. She's read the book. She's the horror person, the Stephen King guru of, of sorts. She also detested that 2019 Pet Cemetery movie, and she did not like this one. However, she was the one that was very much like, no, we've got to watch it. When's it out? Can't wait. Da, da, da. Okay. Um, so I had questions for her. She's basically saying that, it's like, look, the 2019 movie is based on the book, Liberty's Taken, but pretty much anything in this movie, it's sort of drawing from the book more than it is drawing from elements in the movie, if that makes sense. So it's like they are. But that's kind okay of because it things. takes place before, but yeah. for me, it's character motivations. Like, no, but George, like, I don't know. Yeah. It seems like they've made this prequel as a prequel to the book rather than a prequel to that movie, even but though apparently, like, but apparently, like everything with Timmy is in the book, and that's why people yeah, were yeah. looking forward to Bloodlines because they wanted to see Timmy's story fleshed out, and that's what Bloodlines is, yeah. But at the same time. But you know what? That remake, like it went from me feeling as though it was something completely unnecessary, and this this third viewing, I'm like, you know what? It's pretty well paced and creepy at times. You know, kids are creepy in horror films. Um, If we're looking at you know horror films, often they like to throw a few jump scares in there, just like Pet Cemetery in Bloodlines, semis, trucks, you know, horns. Speeding car, so it feels like a pet, <laughs> exactly. It feels like a pet cemetery movie, but it didn't have the tendon getting cut like we got in Pet Cemetery, it didn't have the creepy kids. I felt like it was missing a lot of elements. Oh, we got to see, remember when we reviewed the remake and we were like, based on those trailers, like those kids in the masks, are we gonna get? more of a story there and we didn't really in this movie we see the person who was making the masks that was kind (laughs) of that was kind of interesting i guess (laughs) but remember when they were advertising this movie horror film 
prequel, David Duchovny, he's hardly in it. He's hardly in this movie. I couldn't believe how much, how, how little screen time David Duchovny had in this movie. I legit thought it was going to be yeah. in it more. Like his movie. Can I say something about him, though? And this isn't a discredit to David Duchovny because I enjoy watching him in stuff. Like, I like the guy. He's, he's cool, you know? He's, 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 he's fun. There's something about this being set in, like, the late 60s, Something about David Duchovny for me, and this this might not make any sense, and I don't know why my brain does this. I just can't picture him being or existing in a different time. There's something about him, and I know this sounds ridiculous. Something is just so modern <laughs> about him. I well, don't you're know saying, what it I is. I kind of get what you're saying, but I don't think modern. Yeah. I think 90s. Like for, you know, when X-Files sure. started, I think 90s for me. So, yes, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but now he's older, and I don't know. He just seems like such a contemporary, like a being. <laughs> it like, it does. It doesn't. It a different time. Doesn't really make sense in my brain. Like I it just doesn't it takes, fit. Yeah, I know it's so stupid. <laughs> it doesn't fit nineteen sixty nine. No, I do. I I get it. But he, again, I, I thought it was going to be in it more. Somebody who I didn't know was going to be in it at all. Henry Thomas as Timmy's dad. Dan Crandall. Yeah. I didn't even know who was in it. Elliot, that's, that's, that's yeah, it. No. And obviously, oh, all the horror series that he stars in for. Oh, yes, the um, Mike Flanagan. House. Yeah, the Mike and Flanagan so, shows. October 12th. In fact, it would have been out by the time we released this episode on Netflix The Fall of the House of Usher, which is the new Mike Flanagan horror show. And he's Very in that thing. He's in that. He um, Henry Thomas, yeah, he's he's good. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's, he's really good. So we've got people popping up, you know, giving you know decent performances here. And at one point, I'm looking at Marjorie Washburn, and I'm thinking, is that Pam Greer? Is that Jackie Brown? Absolutely is. <laughs> so there's there's, like, there's people popping up in this movie. It was just weird because it's it. You know, with the actors, and even though we're saying, you know, Henry Thomas, he's doing Mike Flanagan TV shows and David Duchovny, X-Files, it feels very TV. But at the same time, I was getting like a film vibe from this cast, but watching on the small screen on TV. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that, but it was just a little odd. And it is is a prequel and streaming is the equivalent of direct-to-video. We've got that first movie, Theatrical, that's, that's and this true. one yep. you can find in a bargain bin, you know, DVD, VHS, or whatever. Oh, and, mm. But do you know what? You, you know, like, watching it, like, as I'm watching it, I'm like, well, this is why this was straight to streaming. Because if if they made people pay for this movie... I swear to God, like people would start riding in the streets. There'd be fires. There'd be. I mean, we we recently reviewed The Exorcist Believer, and without going into it, like that is not getting good reviews at all. But you know what? It feels like a big theatrical movie. It doesn't feel like this. It doesn't feel like a movie made for streaming. Now, as I recall, I think. I'm pretty sure that that 2019 Pet Cemetery movie, when we did our yearly review that year, or I guess it would have been early 2020 or whatever, um, I'm pretty sure this was like one of my bottom three movies of, of wide release, major 
motion picture, bottom of the barrel. Like I, I'm pretty sure it was it was one of those distinctives. This movie, this Bloodlines one, I, I'll say it now, it is better than that movie. I give. When this was movie... the last time you watched that movie though? I don't care. Never will never happen again. Because <laughs> I've seen no, it I'll, I'll... times, and the the most recent one was the most I've ever enjoyed it. And maybe it's because I watched <laughs> it directly after this. Oh, true, true. No, look, I mean, look, even even the wife uh, the wife agrees, but she, you know, at the same time, she hasn't also seen that since I I saw that, you know, when it came out. Just from the get go, from this movie, I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, look. This is doing stuff better. The the acting seems better. The the overall story seems more direct. Uh, there's a clear focus to what they're doing here. It is better. Having said that, it's still not a good movie. Like this is, it's still dull. The story I don't think is important or relevant or actually really that engaging. Like a lot of the stuff, if you know the pet cemetery, if you know how things work. What this movie is doing is like they're setting up something for you to go, oh, why is this happening? What's wrong with that guy? Where it's like, you know exactly what's going on. You know exactly how he ended up like that. What are we waiting for? What's the mystery that's unfolding? We have these answers. It's kind of like we're going through this backstory for the hell of it. There's no real point except for, hey, we're going to show you some some gory stuff. And I'll be honest, it seemed more like rather than trying to tell or present like a scary experience with, you know, like freaky stuff, it was like, uh, here's some gore. Here's some, you know, the visuals that are like, oh, that's a bit icky. Favoring that over, you know, an actual tense kind of investing. I don't know. It, it, it just fell flat. Doesn't work. This movie is not good. Yeah, okay. That's my <laughs> soapbox. Thank you for yeah. that. Therapy is now complete. Yeah. With the director, <laughs> Lindsay Anderson Beer, and, you know, th- there's talks of not just making this prequel, like doing a whole Pet cemetery thing over on Paramount Plus. I don't Why? know. I, I don't know. That first movie, again, 1989, really liked that movie. And even, you know, when they when they did the sequel in 92 with Edward Furlong, Anthony Edwards, that's good. Like I like that movie. And if I'm honest, a lot of that comes down to Clancy Brown as Gus Gilbert. Like, he was fantastic, <laughs> really creepy in that movie. So they've shown that they can do something different, do a continuation uh, but this movie isn't that. It it's a step back, and for you, like from what I'm hearing, it's a step, it's exactly from a step forward. It's <laughs> a step forward, but a step forward on a movie that you didn't necessarily like. A movie that you have, yeah, yeah, three times, like um, like I have. But this, I just hated definitely... that first one. Oh my god, I just hated it so much. This feels like a movie made for streaming, and it's you know a, a criticism that we put on a lot of Netflix movies. They tend to have that feeling. I mean, this is it's a it's a known IP. Um, they've tried to do something with that, and I've mentioned The Exorcist believer already. Like last time I checked, this movie was actually better received than. 
than Exorcist. Uh, oh, actually, no, take that back. <laughs> take that back. Oh, this is no, no. This <laughs> is currently sitting at twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and just to give you an up-to-date percentage, uh, Exorcist Believer, which is a far superior film, twenty-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That is ridiculous. But do you know what? I think we're there. This movie, if you're going to rate it out of five. I mean, without having to repeat myself, 1.5. Okay. I've, I've said what I've said. You have. If you've yeah. skipped through this podcast and just gone straight to the rating somehow, I mean, yeah, 1.5. Now go back and listen to what I said before because I think I summed it up. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to come in a little bit higher. There's things that do work. I do like Pet Cemetery. As a film, as a franchise, I haven't read the book, but I've seen the films. And I've always liked the idea of it as a concept for a horror movie. It's creepy. You've got pets. You've got kids. You know, both things are creepy in horror films. And it just it just works. But this movie, you know, a lot of the, the ads and whatever are around. David Duchovny. Like they wanted you to know who's in this movie. If you're watching this film for him, you're going to be very, very disappointed. But I was watching it because it was Pet Cemetery. And I thought it was okay ish. I mean, I'm going to come in at a two. I thought it was okay ish. But I thought, what could be really rewarding on the back of watching Bloodlines? It's a prequel. I'll go back and watch the 2019 movie. It just didn't fit. That was disappointing and a waste of an hour 40, I guess. Although I did have a better time <laughs> third time around with that movie. Yeah, two out of five. I mean, it is. You've, you've, you've it watched is that movie about three times now, so you've wasted about five hours of your life. Yeah, well, thanks for that. It is what it is. It is what it is. Oh. It's just Believer, though. That's a better film. Watch that instead. Well, that's it for our review of Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. If you haven't already, check out our other shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics. Each of those shows also have their own Facebook pages. And if you missed it, be sure to check out our recent review of The Exorcist Believer. We clearly liked that movie, <laughs> so it should be a good one. Um, and stay tuned for our upcoming review of totally killer maybe we liked it maybe we didn't who knows they just love Ooh. halloween Ooh. like so many so many horror films you've been listening to luke <laughs> i mean you've been listening to jay what's my name jason yeah that's the one where are the guys from that film shoe oh. see you soon Bye.